Hey, what the suck family? As you may have noticed, we recently switched to Anchor for our podcast hosting needs. That's right. We were using another site that had us paying 20 bucks a month for services such as unlimited uploading, unlimited hosting, and distribution. Anchor will distribute your podcast to Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, and many more, and they do it all for free. They make it super easy to create and start your podcast directly from their site. You can record and edit directly on the Anchor website or app directly from your phone. It's your one-stop shop for everything you need to create your own show. They will even help you find sponsors to fund your project. Just go to anchor.fm and get started today. There really is no easier way to do it. What? No! You suck! And welcome to another episode of What the Suck Podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm James. So tonight's episode is a very special one. I'm very excited for the movie we are reviewing today. Uh, it's something that James and I had actually seen in the past. Um, and it's it's bad. It's What the Suck bad. But <laughs> man, is it so much fun. So today's video, today's movie is Jack Frost. No, not the michael keaton 1998 yeah, a, yeah movie. this ain't your mama's christmas movie no yeah, this, this is, is this is a whole different different jack frost so uh what is the uh what is the amazon prime synopsis of this movie james well for episode 11 mr jack frost it is a night where is it the 1997 horror movie starring chris alport stephen mendel f william parker and directed by Michael Cooney. The synopsis is when his prison transport collides with a truck full of quote-unquote genetic material, hmm, sounds questionable, mm-hmm, the condemned, serial killer, condemned serial killer Jack Frost, played by Scott McDonald, is inexplicably transformed into a terrifying, murderous snowman. Now, who the fuck doesn't love a murder-and-killing-ass snowman? I mean... Yeah, I mean, who who didn't didn't <laughs> didn't hear the tale of of Frosty and think, you know, it'd be better if Frosty would murder some motherfuckers. I'm gonna tell you what, if I was Frosty, I'd have bust a cat in somebody's ass for leaving that's me right. in that greenhouse. I, that's right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be singing those song. I'd be popping fools in the yeah, ass. When, when Santa brought my ass back to life, I'd have bust a cat in Karen's ass for leaving me in there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, so as he said, it's 1997. It's a direct-to-video horror comedy uh, written and directed by Michael Cooney. Uh, the movie takes place in a fictional town of Snowmanton. Yeah, just, oh, I mean, eye rolls. <laughs> you, you can hear the eye rolls. Uh, where on, on a week before Christmas, a truck carrying a serial killer is doused with... You, you heard the whole thing. Uh, yes, this movie was critically pl- panned, obviously. I mean, it's direct-to-video. You're not expecting it to have, you know... A, I mean, it didn't have any... Rotten Tomatoes score, but you didn't. You wouldn't expect it to have a, a ninety on Rotten Tomatoes, but it has since uh, gained a cult following because of how cheesy it is and, and its really comical death scenes. Absolutely. However, the thing that Jack Frost is most notable for amongst uh, horror fans or B movie fans is that it is the film debut 
of Shannon Elizabeth. No shit. It is. No I shit. did not know that. If you don't know who Shannon Elizabeth is, uh, she was in uh, American Pie, uh, made famous through American Pie movies. Um, and she's kind of gotten nowhere now, but for a time period in the early 2000s, she was the It Girl. Better known to uh, fans of Kevin Smith movies as Boo Boo Kitty Fuck. There you go, Boo Boo Kitty Fuck. I mean, y'all remember Boo Boo Kitty Fuck? Jay Squeeze from Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back. So there you go. So she, yeah. this is her film debut. Oh, Lord. Uh, it was, music was done by Chris Anderson and Carl Schultz, uh, Schertz. Uh, cinematography by Dean Lent. Edited by Terry Kelly. Distributed by Apex Entertainment, Inc. Released November 18th, 1997. It is 90 minutes long. Uh, there's no information on like the budget or anything. Uh, actually, there is a uh, let's see. It looks like on Rotten Tomatoes, there's a seven percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Sweet. Of out of based out of fourteen reviews, so it's literally seven percent out of fourteen reviews. Yeah. So like, maybe like one person liked it. Yeah, with a average rating of a three out of ten. So well, there's no accounting for taste. Those fucks don't know what they're talking about. This movie is right. actually pretty damn good. All right, so. Uh, as we said, uh, we've seen it before. It's 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 kind of a precursor to to the podcast because uh, James and I would get together with some other friends of ours and we would literally look for the worst of the worst movies to watch and we'd watch two per night and just rip them apart and, and get swacked and get swacked in the process. And we did that for a good few years. And uh, you know, when it came time to uh, deciding to do a podcast, you know, there there was really no no thought about it. We knew we wanted to do a podcast about a couple of things that we love: a, either the paranormal, or b, uh, really shitty horror movies, like really really <laughs> shitty ones. And it's so, kind of a wide spectrum, but yeah. yeah. And so, and while there are quite a few paranormal podcasts out there right now, uh, there are many many movie podcasts, but most of them are. Uh, movie podcast for reviews of new movies or good movies or specific genres such as the Marvel films or the um, Harry Potter or uh, Disney but very few are uh, podcasts based on watching really bad movies and even fewer if not none others uh, include a review system that encourages you to watch them. So yeah, like I said, we took on we we took this on because we wanted to try and convince people to watch these crappy movies. Because as we've said before, crappy movies need love too. Because somebody did work on these, you know. So it, they're fun to watch. Rip them, you know. Have a ball. But yeah, you definitely uh, we got it. We got to got to consult the emoji scale. How do we yeah. do that, Chris? So uh, our our. Rating system is based on shit emojis, and yep. we give it one out of five, or based on one through five shit emojis. So, unlike other uh, rating systems where the lower the number, the worse the review is, and the higher the number, the better the review is, ours is actually skewed because the less shit emojis that the movie gets means the better it is so yes you get start... a five turd you better plug your nose and cover your eyes that's right and cover your ass uh so if, if the movie gets a one out of five shit emojis it's uh what it means is to keep it in your queue uh put it in your queue keep it in your queue and then anytime you have a group of friends over put it on just have it on it's so bad it's good kind of movie uh share it with all the, all the people you can 
Uh, if it's a two out of five shit emojis, uh, you don't need to keep it in your queue. You watch it, uh, watch it with friends, but you may need to play a drinking game in order to actually get through it. Yeah, a little painkiller. Three out of five <laughs> shit emojis. Uh, share it with friends. Don't necessarily watch it with them, uh, but tell your friends, hey, check out this movie. It's pretty bad, but you're going to love it. Um, but if you do decide to have friends over when you watch it, you either need to be A, already mostly drunk, or B, drink heavily while watching it. While watching, yes. Now, if it gets a four, now we're getting down to the bottom of the barrel of shit. If it gets a four out of five shit emojis, you want to bring it out on a special occasion. You want to share it with those friends that mean most to you. You want to share it with those friends who who have no taste. You want to share it with people <laughs> you don't like. Share it with your ex-girlfriends. Share it with your ex-girlfriends, <laughs> new boyfriends. That's share it with, right. Share it with, with, share it with, those, with those people who think you're their fr- they're your, you're their friends and come around nonstop and won't leave you the fuck alone and you're trying to get rid of them. <laughs> Say, hey, let's watch this movie and hang the out. The What About Bobs. The What About Bobs, yes. Run them I the guarantee fuck they will no longer bother you after you show them this movie. Uh, if it gets a five out of five, the holy, the holy shit scale. Um, yeah. Holy man. Watch it once, with or without friends. It's ba- bottom of the barrel, bad, bad. Like you said, um, so bad it's bad. Yeah, you need to be. You don't have to be necessarily drunk to watch it, but after you watch it, you need to either go get drunk really bad, or smoke it, or whatever illicit <laughs> activity you do in order to lose three or four hours of your life, that's so you right. can you can forget about it. So that's right. That's a five out of five. Um, yeah, we 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 watch these movies because we love them. We love to see how bad they are. And we, it's our mission to tell you which ones are better than others while still bad and which ones you need to constantly watch and which ones you need to at least watch once just to get in your system and then get it out of your system. And like I said, and it's hard too. It's hard to convince people to watch crappy movies, but that is what we're here for. And you don't have to go through your queue because there, there are literally tens of thousands of these movies out there on the streaming services you'd be amazed on prime and that's another another uh thing about the show is that all of our movies either come from prime hulu netflix Tubi, or, or an app yeah. called Tubi tv which yep. is a free app that shows movies um they all come from there so you don't have to rent any of these uh you can just find one of those streaming services if you have them and, and you can find them on there um matter of fact in the uh in our show notes for each for each episode uh, are the links to find where the movies are at. So if it's on Netflix or whatever, we post the Netflix link for it. We post a Tubi link for it. So all I have to do is go to the show notes, find it, click it, and it open right up so you can start watching it right away. Speaking of which... Speaking of which... Spoilers! Spoiler alert! Yes, it, what you want to do is if you have not seen the movie yet, please stop the podcast at this point, go watch the movie, and then come back and listen to the review. Yes. If you don't care about it getting completely wrecked, then by all means, keep listening keep and listening. then go watch it. Yeah, it's up to you. But you know, like I said, we we want you to watch it. Yeah, enjoy it, rip it apart, whatever. So if, <laughs> if if you want to know what we're talking about when you as you follow along, then of course stop the podcast and go watch it, and then come back. Uh, if you really really have time to kill, then you can play the podcast while you watch the movie and kind of follow along with what, with what we're. Uh, talking about so we do we do kind of review the entire movie and it's uh, the movie in, in its entirety so um without further ado uh jack frost is nipping at your nose 
He nipping at something. He's nipping at know. he's nipping at the shit. So uh, <laughs> I guess we'll get started with the review. Yes, sir. One cold night, science and evil collide. Oh yeah. A serial killer is on the loose. We hadn't even tested the acid on an amoeba, let alone a human cell. This is a disaster. Look, I just saw something that doesn't belong in this world, and it's out there killing my friends. Now tell me what it is. Jack Frost. I think Jack's about to make an entrance. And he's giving cold-blooded a whole new meaning. Hell has just frozen over. Blow me. masterpiece oh my goodness <laughs> you can say that again let's see where in the hell do we begin first of all i'm just gonna say merry christmas bitches there's <laughs> the opening credit from the opening credit scene i'm gonna tell you what the opening credits were fantastic yeah i mean we're talking a stupid horror movie but all the damn credits like you said they're all on the ornaments and everything. yeah very so christmasy we're going down this tree seeing the ornaments and the ornaments <laughs> are all of the credits and that is both amazing and an amazing way to save money it's so fucking it, it cheap is, it is but it's, it's great cheap. and it it's fits cheesy. perfectly and and we were discussing uh while we were watching that yeah you're saying the movie is very aware of itself yes it is intentionally dumbed down it's, we you can tell the acting is staged it's not an honest effort but it is actually, even though it is bad, it is funny. It's great. It's great. It's, it's, it's very cheesy. It's hilarious. Um, we find out about our, um, what is it, Jack Frost, Jack our Frost. killer dude, after the, uh, you know. He's, he's in a state. <laughs> Mrs. Bear's bread truck. He's in a bread, a bread laundry <laughs> truck. Being transported to be executed. And, and it even says it on the side. Yeah, of the on band. the side of it, it says state. State execution state and transportation, ex- I think it is. State execution transportation or vehicle. And yeah. it's a, fu- first of all, it's a fucking bread truck. Second of all, <laughs> the, the, uh, you wouldn't drive a, be- a bread truck in the snowstorm that they're in, first of all. Second of all, um, third of all, fourth of all, it's, you, no, I mean, there, there's no, he's not secure in the back of the, the no. truck. He's got like little tiny handcuffs on. The guy's supposed there's to no be some doors killer. up in the driver's side. So there's Nothing. no, there's no security for, for the two, the, the two drivers. And what it is, is uh, they, they give a little backstory on our lovely killer. He, uh, murdered how many, what was it? Uh, I don't even remember. I don't remember. Yeah, 30 something people. There's a lot of people. Like that. We killed yeah. a lot of people. 
and he worked in a pie factory yes um and a bakery and they started finding pieces of humans in his pies and they were saying how some were grossed out and something hey something made the pies taste better and all this (laughs) shit (laughs) i'm laughing I'm like, good Lord, you got to be kidding. So I just basically call that the Soylent Green, you know. So what happens, Jack gets Jack because they find out, uh, you know, they track his vehicle. They find out where he's working and they figure it out and they uh, eventually arrest him. And like I said, they were transporting him. And on the way to his execution, and by the way, Jack has played very convincingly uh, the psych the psycho level is yeah is, uh, conveyed quite well by he, Scott McDonald I believe his he, name is he's uh, he's hamming it up pretty well I'd say he's past the level of ham that uh, Brad Dorf was for Child's Play as Chucky yeah the acting's he's, like uh, it's like a human Simpsons episode basically yeah. how this acting is he's yeah. he's sideshow bobbish he's yeah, very very sideshow bobbish he's, yeah, he's very uh, calm but yeah. then he gets crazy every once in a while and yeah. goes up um. Then we have this horrible, horrible scene of a collision. So while while they're while he's being driven and uh, going one way, going the other way, coming towards him is a guy hauling experimental uh, genetic material on a public highway. On a public highway <laughs> during a storm when it's safest, uh, and so he's trying to at the same uh, while he's doing that, he's trying to pour himself a cup of coffee because. That's what you do when you haul radioactive or oh, yeah. uh, test material. Uh, and, of course, they end up he ends up spilling the coffee on him, and so he ends up getting, crashing into the transport vehicle. There's a very, uh, very, very... Uh, um, Has anybody ever seen, uh, what is it, uh, what's that, the turtle that always used to get stuck? Um, the time-traveling turtle, what's his name? Oh hell! No idea. I can't remember it anyway. No uh, yeah. So all of a sudden they they, they crash and people the, are gonna be like, "What the fuck are you talking?" The about? camera goes in in. It looks like the transport vehicle has overturned multiple times. It looks like it's like it looks like it's spinning like from well, the that old was the Bat, reference I was gonna the make. Old Batman this, yeah, TV show. Very very. And <laughs> so the, the the vehicle's spinning, and at one point Jack Frost gets ejected from the back of the vehicle. But then, when all, when all said and done, the transport truck is back on his wheels. The driver somehow only, is still inside the vehicle, even though there's no door. Yes, still although he is now adorned with lovely garland. He's got some garland around his neck, and he's got a few pieces of ketchup on Which his I'm face. So you're going, where in the hell did Christmas decorations come from in a transport van? Well, but but remember, I told you but, when when it was spinning, when this when it was shown the spinning, <laughs> it, it was showing from the uh, the outside of the driver's uh, the window. There's it was a tiny four, three foot snowman in the truck bed going around and around. So. They adorn the whole inside of that fucking truck. It's with, an execution transport but vehicle, they, but they've got but Christmas they have the decorations. Christmas cheer. It's, <laughs> it's a very cheerful. They want to be happy when they send people to their death. Apparently, yes, I guess so, man. But anyway, uh, he gets out of the car. He survived yes, with, he with, with a few pieces of ketchup on his face and and some some garland around his neck, and he goes to check for Jack Frost in the back. See the see it's open. Jack Frost is already out. He. Uh, makes some some snide comments or whatever and right before he's about to shoot the deputy the uh the pressure, pressure tank yeah on the, the pressure tank on the genetic quote unquote genetic material 
uh, climbs to a dangerously high level, and it busts. And it, as but as, before he does, as it's about as it's getting ready to open <laughs> up, Jack delivers one of his first of many signature catchphrases. This is gonna hurt. And then, bam! He is he is completely hosed with, with whatever this material was. He's jizzed. He's jizzed. <laughs> he gets jizzed on, and. Then it, in a pretty uh, cool sequence, his his skin starts to melt off. Then all the skin gone. Then the muscles gone. He's a skeleton on. He falls onto the snow. Then this the, then the skeleton melts he down. Hits the to, deck and he's completely disintegrated. Yeah, he, and then he goes all he he completely disintegrates into the snow. And then it cuts to a very cartoonish version of like a genetic sequence. Uh, sort of like it reminded me of the of that sequence from Spider Man Two. When no Spider Man three, when the Sandman oh, is God. in that tank, and it goes into his like the camera goes into his face and into his his jeans and the sand sort of integrates That's into true. you see this little cartoonized crystalline thing starting to start form. to form all over his it's cells. It's like animated. It's almost like watching a combination of. I thought I was watching Peabody and, and, and Peabody and Sherman and Sherman and for a second. Like that. I thought they, I thought they were going to pass by and say, "Let's go, dum dum." That's it or something. Um, so then uh, you don't see him. You see him sort of begin to form, but you don't see him actually form. And then the the deputy freaks out and, and starts shooting towards the camera, and then it cuts. And it cuts, and apparently he survives. Yes, as and a snowman then, now. And then the next thing we know, we're in his peaceful little town, Snowminton. Snowminton. Yes, Snowminton. And there is currently a snowman building contest going on. Even though on. there's no fucking snow anywhere. There ain't a drop of fucking and snow we, on the ground. But you see off to the right of the, of the screen, <laughs> they're actually wheelbarrowing, wheelbarrowing, wheelbarrowing the shit in from somewhere else. Well, whatever the hell they're bringing in, it's not real it's snow, not snow, is it, Chris? No, it that looks like it's like fiberglass mixed with like... Uh, uh, you made a good reference. You said coconut, coconut flakes, flakes yeah. and stuff. You can see fibers hanging off. It's obviously yeah. fake. Of course, we know it's going to be. Uh, and you pan to these teenagers and stuff, and so, one of them's building a snowman and puts boobs on it. Yeah. And then walks, and in of uh, comes Boo Boo Kitty Fuck and makes yeah. her first appearance. So he introduced all the all the different characters. The sheriff. Uh, oh, before that, actually, I, let's go back a little. Before that. After the whole thing with the uh, with the, the the Jack Frost and thing, after that we cut to a guy driving with his wife in a car, and as they're driving, the guy is distra- distracted and the wife uh, is talking to him. But then, while she's talking to him, it goes to a flashback. In the flashback, we see this guy is the sheriff. He's or a sheriff. And he's a sheriff who just happened to come across Jack Frost while he was on the run. He stopped for a piss break. And <laughs> the sheriff is the one who caught Jack Frost while he was on the run. And he... There's, a, there's another flashback to where... Of, of Jack Frost leaving the courthouse after being sentenced, apparently. And uh, there's a whole bunch of protests or some shit. Anyway, cuts back to them driving... And, uh, you know, the wife is saying that, you know, he's, it's, it's well past midnight. The execution's happened. There's no stay of execution. He's dead. You don't have to worry. But the husband is still pretty freaked out, even though the flashback didn't really give him any reason to be freaked out, except for the fact that he caught a killer, but he was never in any, any danger because yep. the killer didn't have any, any weapons on him. But uh, then his, their bratty-ass kid pops up, um, and then they, they happen to pass by the scene of the accident. Um, but... They don't see 
what the accident, what happened with the accident. They just happened to be there. So we know that wherever the vehicle crashed was near Snowminton because this guy is the sheriff of Snowminton. Yep. And he was on the way home. And the feds just tell him, move along, move yeah. along. Very, yeah, they, they stormtrooper his ass. They stormtrooper his ass. Um, so anyway, so then, okay, then we're back to the snow building thing. They're introducing the characters, the sheriff uh, of the town, um, the Shannon Elizabeth character, a couple of other unimportant characters. Um, <laughs> Another couple of assholes. Actually, quite, yeah, a bunch of assholes. Yeah, <laughs> a bunch of assholes. Town full of assholes. Yep. Yeah, and then we uh, we cut to the sheriff at home. We get home, and I think, yeah, the boy is making... Making what looks like shit in a pan. Looks like shit in a with pan marshmallows. with marshmallows. With marshmallows. Yes, with marshmallows. Marshmallow shit, my favorite Christmas treat of all time. <laughs> Well, anyway, he takes a baggie of this slop. Yeah. And, uh, you know, humors the kid, whatever. And he leaves, uh, takes the shit to work with him, goes to throw it away, and then has this little... Uh, guilt trip. This little guilt trip. And here's his, you know, here's the little boy's voice in his head. Oh, daddy, I made that for you. Just just for you. So he goes in the trash, gets him, throws the shit back in the car. Well, anyway, yeah. he goes in here, and we find the Adrian Barbo kick, you know... Looking, looking, character. looking, character. Yeah, I don't know her name is yet. Don't even give a shit. Just call her secretary. Secretary, uh, helmet head. Yeah, helmet head. Yeah, she's in there smoking and spraying her hair at the same time. Yep, yep waiting yep. for her to go up. Just, just brilliant. But uh, uh, we they get, get our call. call. We get, get a call. call. Somebody died. Somebody, and she says, "What happened? Somebody died." And she holds up a damn piece of paper and says, "Somebody, somebody died. died." Yeah, the note, the said. note she took was somebody died. So they go out and we see. Something, but I guess which is a, probably the second victim. Looks of Jack like a freeze dried victim. He looks like yes. he's been dehydrated and jizzed at the same time. <laughs> he looks. It's pretty nasty. He's sitting in a in a chair. Old man Hopper. Old man Harper, sitting outside in his rocking chair. His neck is all the way back behind the chair, like it was pushed back. Uh, As if they say, what did they say? They he was a, smothered or or they, they gave it a word. <laughs> and so he, he his 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 face is completely aggressively frozen. He's got he's got. Which I don't know how ice. else you wouldn't want to kill somebody. Yeah. I well, know. I mean, I don't know, killing him softly maybe. Only way they snapped um, his neck all the fucking way back. His face is covered with jizz. He's freeze dried. He looks like ice. he's covered with spider webs. Yeah, I suppose. But it, it just looked like somebody just jacked off and hit him really hard in the face with jizz and snapped his neck back <laughs> and sprayed and him just, with some fucking sprayed him with some with stringy, some, that, some that stringy shit or that that uh that can of frost that you buy for the tree to spray <laughs> fake off snow. fake snow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> oh shit. Um, yeah, and then uh, then it cut the, it cuts it goes to back to the house, back to the house, and apparently a little Make a Wish boy gets to do he has pretty much free reigns of whatever he wants. He's making you know? a huge fucking mess on the counter, making huge these shitty mess. looking cookies, and <laughs> the mom comes back from grocery shopping and tells him like, to get the hell outside. Like, oh, look. that's right, she comes back from grocery shopping, and yeah. we see a snowman there's in snow, the driveway. In the driveway, yeah, just in the driveway, of, yeah. just out of nowhere, yeah. and it's like there's very little snow around. Yeah, folks, so you know. But there's a like, snowman there. So. But there has to be a snowman there. Yeah. So she basically gives him... There we go. Basically again. So she... <laughs> uh, got to do it at least once a week. That's right. It's, it's part of the podcast. Part of it. Um, and so she says, look, I, I just cleaned up your, your uh, other shit, so get the fuck out while I clean this up, <laughs> you fucking asshole brat. Or I will, I will put you up for adoption. Uh, <laughs> 
As I she, will sell you for parts. No, she says, uh, "Yeah, I just, I just, I just cleaned up your other special stuff, but it's not as special as that snowman you made outside." And he's like, "I didn't make a snowman." She I made no damn snowman. What you talking about, mom? What you talking about, mama? So somebody did. So we'll go outside. So she says, "But it's not finished. It needs to be decorated." So here, why don't you go decorate? And she hands him three carrots, and I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking, three carrots is that for like his eyes and then a penis? Because he doesn't need that many carrots for a fucking snowman. I have no make idea. A, a carrot dick. Um, so he goes outside. This is the thing that I thought was funny. He goes outside, he gets coal and the carrots. And in order to finish decorating the snowman, he's wearing a fucking puppet on his hand of a snowman. He's looking at the puppet and then decorating the snowman. This kid is like 12, maybe 11 at the early, at the, at the youngest. He's never seen a fucking snowman. He has used, and where did he get the fucking puppet? <laughs> and then Why he gets he all the parts. A, yeah, and not only that, he did a bang up job because like, we've got eyes, we've got eyebrows. Who uses the fucking puppet to decorate a snowman? I have no idea. I guess so, I guess this little bastard. Yeah, so know. he gives eyebrows and branches. <laughs> uh, before he while, while he's while he's working on the snowman's uh, buttons and nads, the um, the snowman uh, who by now we learn is Jack Frost. It's Jack, you can hear uh, him mumbling. He, his his mouth, his little mouth slit. Uh, Opens on its own, like create is created on its own. When the kid ain't looking, he ain't looking. So. so the kid finishes decorating him, and then we get the, the neighborhood bullies. bully assholes. Here they come. There's always got to be some bullies. Every time there's some little poor little redheaded kid, yes, there's a, here comes the bullies. And but this leads to the shit. first on-screen death and one of the best so Fantastic. far. Fantastic. So the bullies are teasing him, causing him all kinds of stupid ass names. And what happens, James? Oh man. First of all, Jack reaches around, shoves the bully down, knocks him down, and then he pushes one of these 1970s uh, steel rails, uh, red red flyer sleds, uh-huh. shoves it at him very violently. While the kid's but, on the ground. And there's no weight. There's no weight on this thing. But granted, but it manages to take this kid's head the fuck off, and the head goes flying yeah, through the air. The, the which is freaking cuts awesome. Cuts the head clean off. The head goes flying. It is absolutely it's beautiful it's, it's beautiful it's awesome because that kid was an asshole the kid was an asshole but <laughs> he was an asshole and i don't know who sharpened the, the the sleds blades but they did a fantastic job because it cut off it cut the the the, it, the bone it took him one swipe it was awesome one swipe well anyway what happens next is uh <laughs> we got a murder scene oh my god this scene okay. this scene killed us we had to pause oh on god. this one uh the murder scenes there. You see the blood spot. You see the blood in the snow. The sled to... sitting there. They're they're trying to do evidence, and then the boy's father's arguing with the sheriff about stuff, hollering and says, "Your boy did this, and your boy did this." And the sheriff says, "How could he? He's two feet shorter than your son." And somebody and in the somebody background, in the background don't said. Know who. Somebody in the background who's, who's oh spot on with their with their timing. And you hear says, it in the background real short here. Not anymore. <laughs> I loved it. Oh my god, that was hilarious. Oh so great. That's fantastic. Uh, oh man. Oh my god, that's fantastic. So yeah, so then then the, the, of course the father's <laughs> upset or whatever and and then it cuts to uh what does it cut to again after that? I'm trying to remember cuz I was too busy laughing. Yeah, I was laughing so hard. Oh but, geez. We, we we get we get our next kills after that. There, uh, it's actually the father of the boy who was 
who was killed. Yep, he goes outside. He, after he's I, he's, he's an know. asshole. Yeah, oh, he, he's he, verbally abusive to his his wife and his daughter, who is Shannon Elizabeth. Shannon yes. Elizabeth is the daughter. Yep, uh, she takes off because she needs to get out of the house. She says, you know, and he's cussing at her. Don't use the Lord's name in vain, doing all this stuff. So she basically gets in his face and says, I'm leaving. And I think they should have added another line. She says, I, and I'm going to go fuck somebody. That's right. You know, and, whatever. Uh, well, anyway, she takes off and dad goes outside, pissed off, goes out there to sit smoke, to smoke, smoke a, a pipe. Smoke a pipe. And while he's yeah. out there, what do we see? <laughs> Smoking a pipe. Hitting the pipe. Yeah, he needs to hit the pipe, yeah. But we see... The for, we see the next murder weapon, very tastefully well, we planted. Frost. Jack Frost is out there. All we of see sudden. Jack. He's, he's Jack out, is out there, there, right there. Snowman standing right there. Right there. Yeah, and uh, he goes out to smoke, and all of a sudden you hear, "Can yeah. I have a smoke?" And then he's like, "Who said that?" And all this shit. So he's sitting there trying to pull this axe out of the damn stump. He yeah. finally gets it loose, walks over, and he's looking around, and all of a sudden you see the snow hand. Yeah. So Jack comes <laughs> to life. He grabs the axe. And you're thinking, okay, he's going to grab the axe. And he, he, he brings it down. You're, you're expecting to see the father fall on the ground with the axe in his head. Very cliche no. kill. But it doesn't. What happens when the father lands on the ground? What do you when see? When he lands, you see the axe. The head of the axe is sticking out of his mouth on about a foot and a half of the axe handle. So, so, but yet, there's no snap. You don't hear anything break. But yet, supposedly, he shoved the axe down he his throat. He shoved the axe handle down his throat. So, yeah, he killed that, him that way. But the thing is, when he was laying down, the axe was sticking straight up. So I, I, I think you're thinking about too hard. Obviously, Jack works on he yeah, works on Looney Tune rules. I guess so. So you don't have to have your 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 that, head. That's straight something up. I have to work on. Yes. I cannot quit trying to reason with these damn movies. I got to stop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, there, there's no logic in this thing. They, but you're missing the, the best part, which is the fact that he shoved the handle down his throat instead of using the sharp instead of part using the sharp of the axe. It. Brilliant, brilliant kill. Loved it. So then the sheriff... Uh, the sh- oh, wait. After he does that, you see the wife inside. The wife inside, sitting there going, what's going Having on? her tea, drinking the thing, and then the... All of a sudden, the tree starts freaking out, and she starts it talking. It lights up. It does, she, lights up, and then she happy. goes, oh, thank you, and she's talking... You're talking little, to her dead son. You hear a little scuttering noise, and then all of a sudden the like, camera pans up from where she's at, and you see Jack is All of a sudden you her. just see him form. He just comes up out of the floor, forms. Yeah, Jack. So apparently her. Jack knows how to melt and reform yes. on command. Jack, I, I, I think Jack Frost is the missing uh, villain from the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants and the X-Men. <laughs> because obviously with that whole scene of, of his DNA being integrated with the snow crystals... And him being able to disappear and reappear at will. He yep. is a mutant. And he Either is... that or he's the adult version of the kid. All he could do was melt. The kid from Sky High, they can, all he could do is yep, they... turn into a puddle. He grew up bitter and he started is, killing people. He is know. what happened with Iceman from the X-Men if he went evil. There you go. There you go. So uh, so then he ends up killing the mother by but wrapping... But the thing is, and poor mama, she didn't do nothing to nobody. But no, he going to take her Doesn't and he's going to wrap her in Christmas Jack lights. Jack Frost... Lives by the baseball players' rules from Murder Party. Everybody dies. Everybody right dies. on. Um, <laughs> so he is. It's he. He grabs the mom, starts wrapping lights around her neck, then shoves 
takes a a ball ornament off the tree, shoves it in her mouth like like a, like and a pig, smacks her jaw to make her bite it. Then I love it. Shoves her face in a box full of <laughs> glass ornaments. <laughs> Head drums are in it. And you see his hand is like of a mint that's been painted white, shoving her hand, her head in the box, pulls it out. She's got pieces sticking out of her fucking face. Says, oh, that ain't good enough. Here, take another drum. back in more. And then he starts swiping pieces off of the tree, popcorn oh. this, ornaments that, and then shoves her ass in the tree and decorates her, finishes she's basically, her off with the she, star on top of her head. the tree now with a star on her head. Dead and motherfucker. Dead and motherfucker. So and then, it's hilarious. Oh god. And then then the, the, there, there's a neighbor who <laughs> earlier had gone to the sheriff's house with a bag of salt for whatever reason. Sheriff kicked him away. That guy shows up at the house right as Jack is there. Jack ends up grabbing him, killing him. Or no, he escapes. He and he made a point. He he sees this supernatural entity in the house, drops a bag of salt, runs out. Gets about 30 feet out of the house. And what does he do? He goes to a tree, goes behind a tree, stop, <laughs> stops and look. looks back at the house. And we both agree that if you see a supernatural being and you run. escape, you, run. Do, you do not you turn around until you, run. until you get to the county line. Then you can turn around and look That's and like see what's That's like the cardinal happening. mistake. Yeah. Because, you know, as it is, even when, a, when, even when the bad guy is just walking, he stays right on your ass no matter yeah. how fast you run. Yeah. So it's it's like the cardinal rule of horror movies. If you get a clean break, don't fucking go. stop. To don't look. stop. Just go. But what do they all do, Chris? They stop and turn they around. Stop and look. to look. And so uh, then after that scene, the sheriff and his two deputies show up at the house, find the the mother in the tree, <laughs> and the one <laughs> deputy. Up, oh my the god! One, they're cleaning it up. They're looking at it, and, and the sheriff's like, "Okay, let's go ahead and get her down." And the deputy, without missing a beat, <laughs> says. Oh, so we shouldn't leave her up for the 12 days of Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> and not only that, the next scene they show him taking the tree out of the yeah, house and the bitch yeah. is still so then, to So it. then, then uh, actually, uh, before we get to that, yeah. So then the sheriff ends up going back to the, to the station and there's some <laughs> dude in like a, a turtleneck that's there, some agent in a turtleneck and the geeky scientist that I guess they're tracking the snowman or they're tracking the, the chemicals that built the snowman. And they ask him if the if the victims have been moved and they haven't. So he takes them back to the crime scene. And while they're at the crime scene, the, the agent and, uh, the doctor, a doctor and the sheriff are sitting there having a very serious scene serious about scene. the killer's motives and what's happening. And while they do that, the two deputies bring the mom out <laughs> still attached to the fucking tree. And they just walk by like they're, like they're, like they're going to carry it and put it they're on top of the, the car and shit. fucking tree. Oh, that's awesome. It's great. That is awesome. But so see, great. what it is, is I'm glad you brought that up because what we have not uh, discussed yet is the fact that this federal agent and his geeky sidekick are actually privy to the situation. Right. They know, they what's, know going what's going on. on. They know what the they, chemical they, is. They, they see what's going on. They yeah. know what's going on. So they're trying to contain the situation. Right. Try to keep the sheriff out of it. Try to keep the townspeople out of the way. So that's what he does. He has the, the sheriff sequester the entire town into a hall somewhere and he's talking to them trying to calm them down tell them there's a situation right and then here come the agents again and they they go back to the crime scene and and then, and, and yeah and so they're at the crime scene then they get a call to go back to the sheriff's office mm-hmm. when they get there there's a mob that has uh, all showed up at the Basically sheriff's a office. Mob is formed at the sheriff's right. office, demanding action. Demanding action. Something must be done because there's something. There's too many 
deaths happening or some shit. And then he runs up, uh, angry Russian hat dude comes running up to the sheriff, grabs him by the scruff. What are you going to do? And he flings around and Agent Deuce just gets mad and cold cocks cold him, cocks him, cold knocks, cocks him knocks him knocks the hell him right out. out. Yeah. Starts yelling at everybody. So, and so through, through a series of, of un, unimportant events. Yeah. They, basically, uh, a, a dull spot in the movie. Yeah. Things. So... They little crowd, you know, that's about it. And then the eight, uh, what happens is one of the deputies heads out in a car. I believe he, where is he? Yeah, Deputy Chris is going to check on the uh murder scene, gonna check on a murder scene. So he's coming down the road, and all of a sudden comes to a screeching halt. And there is Jack in the middle of the road holding a stop sign, stop sign, just sitting there. Snowman holding a stop sign. Agent or Deputy Chris is confused as all hell. Okay, so what happens is when he gets him to stop the car, for some reason, Agent Dipshit, I mean, uh, should I say Deputy Dipshit? Deputy Dipshit. Excuse me. Decides to get out of the car for some stupid reason, goes to the trunk to do something, and looks up, and all of a sudden, Jack has jacked the car. Jack jacked the car. He's Jack inside the car. car. Jacked the car, and puts it in reverse. Runs, runs over and over. kills Deputy Dumbshit. Poor Deputy Chris, the funniest deputy in the movie, and he's yep. gone. Unfortunately, he's gone. Yeah. Then we transfer to another scene where the sheriff is leaving his house after the mob has dispersed, and in the bushes lurk teenagers. Yep, the uh, boo boo kitty fuck, boo boo kitty fuck, and, and some, mop head boy. Some we'll just call him mop head. Generic boyfriend number one. Uh, she's apparently she's not very uh, um, not very sad that her brother has died because she, all she's thinking about is getting the dick. That's it. People are dying, so what do we need to do? We need to fuck. We need we need to get the D. So brother has been decapitated, so it's time to fornicate. That's right. He lost his head, so she'll give somebody so, else head. I guess so. So uh, they go inside, and then this whole stupid scene where she does her little alluring tease bullshit, and then she walks into the room, and he starts messing around, and all of a sudden, here comes a snowman through the door. Oh, with the Academy Award-winning effects of a stagehand holding a water hose, spraying it at the base of the door. You see, you can see the water hose (laughs) behind the door being moved back and forth underneath the door. So uh, he, he does it, and one of these awesome lines is again delivered. He opens the door slowly and goes, Who is it? And Frosty jumps out. And then you hear this out. little voice, Not fucking Frosty. And bam, jumps out, and you doing using two very cool, um, what do you call it, um, icicles. Yep. Shoots one through his heart, one through his head, boyfriend's down. Just fucking sub-zeroes his ass. I loved it. Yeah. Right through the head, so... Annoying teenager number one, dead. Yeah. Good. Gone so long. And then goes into the bathroom. Who goes into the bathroom? Jack. Why? Goes into the bathroom because Boo Boo Kitty Fuck is actually in the tub. Oh, that's right. She's in the tub. She gets in the She's tub. She's taking a bath. Taking a bath. No nudity. And no nudity, but plenty of snow. All plenty of a sudden, of he surrounds her, and she's frozen in the tub. And then he stands up with her. With all arms and legs carefully covering, or you know, all appendages. His, his arm is covering all of her nudity. So there's no nudity. Uh, her arms are stuck in his body because he is formed around her. Her legs are stuck in his body, and he proceeds to smash her against the wall, basically humping her to death. Basically, yep, 
we get this really uh, out, out, of a content, out of continuity scene where uh, it cuts to the outside of the window and you see a hand waving yeah. uh, through the blinds. <laughs> and there's this guy. I don't know, She's struggling I don't know. and waving an arm and some dude just happens to be wandering by and he just waves up yeah, at so the window. Yeah, so there's some dude in like, in like a Target jacket and he sees it and he waves. <laughs> But then you, it cuts back to the inside, and you clearly see both her her hands are stuck inside, inside his body. The snowman, so. so there's no way she could have been waving. Complete continuity error. Well, then again, I guess it don't really matter because eventually Jack does accomplish his feat and basically her bangs death. her to death. And she's dead. And then delivers another killer Christmas line. Yep. Christmas like, came Christmas early. Christmas came early this year. Now, we go back to the station. And the sheriff is in the station after leaving the house and leaving the two now dead teenagers hiding in the bushes. So he goes back to the station and now he's in there arguing with Agent Fuckstick yeah, and, a, and Dr. And Dumbass. Doc, Dr. Dumbshit. There, there's a very yeah. long scene of them Boring, talking. and yappity, yappity, yappity. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Trying to get all serious. And but then like, what it does is the truth eventually comes out. They finally spill the beans on what the hell the whole Jack Frost thing is about and how it happened and... And you don't care. All, all you want to do is get to the next kill scene because this this is boring. When they try to do yeah. something, when they try to be serious in the movie, it's very boring. And then all of a sudden, we get another Academy Award effect. You know, you know, Skywalker sound and and all this stuff. And uh, what's the other? The Industrial Lights and Magic yeah, would be yeah. extraordinarily uh-huh. proud. Very proud. Very proud of the other hose under the door scene at the yes. station. Yes. So now he's at the station. Hi, he comes under the door. And everybody escapes out the back door except the sheriff, who stands there with a hairdryer. Yep, he's blowing the snowman <laughs> and keeping him at bay with a uh, with, with a hairdryer. Yeah, with a hairdryer, and yeah. So, but then the hairdryer becomes unplugged, and so he has to run out. And through a very long scene of them escaping out of a window in the yes. jail, the jail cells. Uh, using uh, cans of uh, bug killer as cover, which is very complicated and very ridiculous. We won't bother explaining it. No. Basically, they fill the entire room with flammable, flammable fumes. fumes. They can't fire their weapons. They can't do anything. But they manage to get out, and they trap him, trap Frosty in there, and they fire at the window, blowing up the station. Blowing thinking, up the station. Thinking that... That will kill him, and but it doesn't. It uh, nope. he he begins to reform. He does the T one thousand reform scene after they blow his ass up. Little chunks of snow start to pop up and form, and you see a very hilarious, ridiculous scene of his hand going to pick up a pipe, but then you see the glove that the actor <laughs> is wearing bend in the in the wrong place, <laughs> indicating it's very much a glove and not snow at all. And then when it comes down to it, here we go. Just boom, boom, boom. Action sequence, action, action. They're battling the snowman. They're running around, throwing so they, stuff. They kill him one time, and then he reforms, and they decide... And here comes they, Russian hat dude. Yep. They decide they want to... They, they need to... They need to put him someplace that's very hot and will keep him melted. And so they decide to put him in the giant furnace that's in the basement that's right. of the church. So they grab an army of hair dryers. Now, where in the hell they produce like eight hair dryers yeah. at this particular point? Right. I think at the, where was it? The school was it? Where was the? I think it was the school or the church because I remember school, the father oh, being the church. there. Oh, the church. It was a church. Yeah. 
So okay, they, yeah. they lure Jack into the church. Uh, the father starts the furnace, and then all of a sudden comes the army of blow dryers. Yep, but and the problem is that thing leaked like a sieve. You can see steam coming out everywhere. So predictably, he what escapes. happens, Chris? He escapes. He, he, he reforms. Escapes. After after they get him in the in the furnace, he's, he he's the steam comes up. You see the water running down the windows comes, and droves. Turns into yeah, turns into condensation coming off the window. He reforms. He kills Agent Douche. Yep. Uh, he then he kills uh, Doctor Dumbshit. Doctor Dumbshit. So characters are now dropping like flies. Thank God. Yep. So then the father is rushing to get the son out because the son was there helping, rushing to get the son out. Uh, locks him in his patrol car. And uh, when Jack reappears, he runs back to the car. And when he's in there, Jack starts coming in the car through all the air condition, <laughs> air conditioning vents as water. Uh, and totally then, then he appears in the back seat. And as the father is, father kicks the window out. The father sheriff kicks the window out. And as he's escaping, for whatever reason, he decides to grab the bag of oatmeal shit that his son had made the date that that morning, <laughs> and just flings it at Frosty. Just throws a bag of oat bag of oat shit at Frosty, but he starts screaming like a madman, and all of a sudden, you, you it cuts to him inside the car, and half his face is gone, and instead of just being snow, there's actual blood it's and like flesh. Gore, yeah, yeah, so and like it actually gory. hurt him. Yep. And so the father says that that's amazing. That that's it hurt him. What what did you put in that? In that and that stuff, and he says, "I don't want to tell you because I want you to be mad." He's like, "It's okay, just tell me." I didn't want you to get cold. Honey, what did you put in the oats? Antifreeze. Antifreeze. Antifreeze killed his in dad. the oat shit. So then the father realizes antifreeze is the only thing that will kill Jack Frost. So, so in comes Dukes of Hazard truck driving. Oh my gosh, Russian yes. hat wearing dude. It even has the the horn. It even has it does have the Dixie horn. Well, he gets a tarp. And but before you, before that happens, Frosty gets out of the the patrol car and starts coming towards him. Then you hear the Dukes of Hazard horn. Ah, yes. The truck comes from the right of the screen, hits the snowman, which is hilarious <laughs> in itself. Oh yeah! Snowman goes flying, and as he's flying, <laughs> another great line he delivers is, "I can see your house from up here." Just from a, being hit, a useless line, but, but funny. So fucking funny. Oh yeah. And then they decide to make the uh, what they, you call then it. They the, make uh, the redneck swimming pool in the back of the truck with a tarp, and they fill it with antifreeze, two hundred bottles of antifreeze, and have this giant pool of antifreeze. So another struggle ensues. They're fighting in his house. Uh, the snowman follows uh, sheriff. The sheriff knocks the snowman into the uh, redneck tub uh, behind the. They go the through the window. Tub. He charges him and says, "Through the it. window, through the window, into the tub, and melting Mr. Jack to Jack." Shit. But then all of a sudden, the son is like, "Oh, you forgot this!" and picks up the, the snowman's arm, which immediately wraps around the kid's head. <laughs> wraps around his, wraps around <laughs> so then they pick up the kid, the throw his ass in the back of the truck, and, and then they redneck baptismal commences. Yeah. Hilarious. And, and dousing them in the anti- I mean, it's just hilarious. I'm then, sorry, stuff's poison, but yeah. they're rolling around in it like it's nothing. Like it's just water. Yeah. yeah. So then, and then they uh, get all of the antifreeze from the truck in the tarp and put it back into the bottles. And they reclamate it into all the bottles and they bury them. They bury deep. the bottles. And but then as the right before the credits roll, you start seeing the bubble. The bubble, and you see the light and the energy. So yes. now let's also mention that while this is going on, we we get several several. Uh, great tracks of 
Christmas music done in different ways. Like yes. there's a there's a military esque version of uh, was it Silent Night? Silent Night. And then there was a rock version of the Nutcracker. Of the Nutcracker that was playing. metal even metal. Yeah, very. It was actually kind of awesome. It the fit music perfectly. Was good. Yeah, it fit the perfectly with the, with the tone. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So then that's uh that's Jack Frost, ladies and gentlemen, and uh. God damn, I love that movie. It's that was, so fucking it's great. It's funny. Yeah, it's funny. And, and it's funny because it, it knows that it's not serious and it doesn't take itself serious. By the way, uh, again, another movie where the cover art looks nothing like the creature in the movie. This is true. The cover art looks much more terrifying than the actual snowman. The actual snowman just looks like yeah. a damn snowman. I actually think the cover art does it injustice. I think if you looked at the cover art and you thought this is what I was going to see... You would be turned off, not knowing that when you watch the movie, the frosty you get in the movie is so much more precious and so yes. much better than what is on the cover art. And if you just went by the cover art, you would miss out on a great, great, horrible costume design. Yes. So. Okay. All right, James. So go ahead. That Let's... being said, I'm going to give Jack Frost, uh, I'm going to go with the acting which was deliberately bad. Yeah, it was I agree. on purpose, I hokey, agree. but it was well done. Yes. So I give that high marks. The script was funny. The story wasn't bad at all. The direction, if there was any, you know, but yeah. you know what? It didn't really matter. Yeah. Uh, it's it's very junior high play kind of stuff. So that was it was real funny. I love this damn movie. This definitely gets a one turd. If I could one give turd. it a zero turd, I'd go zero. Yeah, I, I'm totally there with you. It's uh, it's, it, it, it's intentionally bad. Um, it's 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 self aware. The, the 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 Frost Jack Frost guy makes the worst puns <laughs> of all time throughout the entire movie. And <clears throat> excuse me, some of them are even so so generic that in any other movie it would be bad like a horrible line but in this movie it just it's works. so fucking funny it, it works. just works it works the 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 creature design is is like i said adorable but ridiculous at the same time <laughs> um i don't know why they gave him mitten i, mean, I don't know why they gave him mittens or, or oven, uh, mitts. oven yeah, mitts for hilarious. hands because they they weren't able to make his you know some should have stick arms but they couldn't yep. they weren't able to do that uh budget wise uh, the acting was 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 what it should be. Special effects are what it should be. The music was great. Um, it, it's it's just a, it was. It's almost too good to be on this particular program. It's all around. I'm just being honest. It's all around <laughs> just a fantastically shitty movie, and I Fantas- am gonna give it gloriously a one. shitty. I'm giving it a one as well. Find it. Free. Keep it in your queue. Bring your friends over, watch it over and over again. This is a Christmas make, movie. To make watch. it a Christmas tradition to Absolutely. watch every December. Absolutely. Yeah. Like between Halloween and Christmas at some point, because it'll fit, yeah. fit in there real nicely. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that being said, that was fun. Oh, it was indeed. And you guys can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram. And we are on Twitter, which I will, uh, I would like to. V- Thank everybody for their support. This is our 11th episode, I believe. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. And we are now at 700 on Instagram. We are at 600 on Twitter. And we're still almost 600 on Facebook. So yeah. we are climbing. All we need now is for you fuckers to actually listen to this. Listen to it. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, so just go on, on any of those and look up What the Suck Podcast. You'll find us on there. We're also on CastBox at the CastBox app or CastBox.fm. 
Uh, we are on Spotify and we are on the iTunes podcast app. Uh, just type in what to suck and we are usually the fir- the second or third entry when you do the search. Um, so we're easy to find and, uh, you know, subscribe to all those, leave reviews, leave, uh, comments, please. If you, if you don't like what we do, tell us, we don't care. Just leave, you know, leave a, leave you a ain't going to hurt our feelings. I mean, just that's how, us. that's how things get better or change. If you like it, great. Please let us know if there's things you think we could do better. Let us know. Or if there's movies you want us to see and review, please tell us. We yes. love it. We'd also love for you to, like I say, watch these movies, drop your reviews. We'd like to hear what you have to say about them. And uh, suggest movies. So go on Facebook, and uh, if you have a movie you want us to watch and review, then uh, please leave it on the Facebook page. Absolutely. So until next time, my friends, uh, this is James. And this is Chris. And you guys have one hell of a good evening. It ain't fucking frosty. Switching to GEICO is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, GEICO makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to GEICO, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, GEICO has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to GEICO. It's obviously a good idea. Switching to GEICO is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, GEICO makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to GEICO, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, GEICO has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to GEICO. It's obviously a good idea.